Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. What's your bet? What what, what, what odds are that we actually go on a date? Zero. You think there's zero percent <laughs> chance of us going on a date? I don't think so. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. Yes, that's true. And my son is a stand-up comedian, a clown, and a mime. It's unbelievable. Okay. We're, we're almost at episode 200, and you cannot remember the introduction of this fucking podcast. I just bought microgreens. It's supposed to help memory. It's, it's remarkable that you literally do this twice a week. Yeah. For the past three and a half years. Well, you are a clown, a mime, and a, and a Buddhist. Jesus Christ. And a stand-up comedian. Anyway, why do we do this? Can you remember that? Yes, I do. Do you remember what we're doing right now? <laughs> we are. As far as I know, we are doing a podcast. Are you trying to gaslamp me? Gaslight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Unbelievable. I think that my boyfriend Deez is trying to gaslight me. Why? Well, it, it, I deserve to be gaslighted because apparently I, when I ordered a martini the other day, I asked for blue cheese olives and I do not remember asking nor hearing the answer to that question. And apparently the server and Deez did remember that I asked that question. So... I think I'm either losing it or just way too ADD to remember to I listen to the answer. I don't even get what that story was. Did you, <laughs> did you get the blue cheese olives? No. And so you were upset about that? I was upset that I don't remember asking for the blue cheese olives. But you got them or no? No, I never got them. So you never got them and you, then somehow you got upset that you ne- you thought you never asked. That's what happened. But you did ask yes. and they just never came. And she gave me regular olives, which I didn't ask for either. This is a very remarkable story okay so, i'm so happy we can start the podcast off with a bang like this <laughs> I, I did feel better though at the farmer's market because i was asking the girl that was cutting the microgreens and she said to me that she's about my age and she seems to be kind of like forgetting things too oh. so we kind of commiserated and decided that we're gonna i bought a ton of microgreens because yeah. she grows them in her apparently i don't know how she does this but she grows them in her front porch Wow. Anyway, so another, I'm, another I'm trying to... Another detail to add to our, <laughs> our morning after show. I am trying... Okay, I'll do a little explanation <laughs> here. We talk about sex twice a week on Thursdays and Mondays. Thursdays, we talk with a guest. Mondays, it's our Monday morning after show where we speak directly to you, our wonderful listeners, about your your questions and comments uh, that you can send us at yes text mom. That's our phone number. You can text us or leave us a voicemail. Yes text mom. All right, that's a quick... And then the, it, why do we do this podcast? Are you ready to go back into it or no? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so explain why we do it, Mother. I do it for a lot of reasons, but I have a passion for it, actually. A passion? Yeah, I have a passion to open the communication up between what people talk about and what they're ashamed to talk about. Beyond just sex. 
beyond just sex. Yeah, it could I be anything. Just anything in life. Be a more open human being is what you're trying to convey. Right. And I just saw a, a remarkable example of that yesterday on TV. What were you? I was watching Billions. Oh, you, we talked about this before the show. Yeah, and I comes up organically. It's a very impersonal anecdote. That, it affected me, though. All right, go for it. So I hope it's not a spoiler alert, though, for people who watch Billions and haven't seen this episode yet. No but one watches just, it. What are you talking about? No, it's one of the most popular shows on Showtime, and it's great. Okay. But anyway, this guy's running for, for uh, assistant district attorney. Oh, one of the district attorney. All oh, right, something wow. I don't remember. This changes everything. But anyway, district attorney, he's, assistant district attorney. He was attorney. running for an office, and someone had was blackmailing him because he knew that the, that the guy running was into S and M and um, BDSM and all the kinky stuff that we always talk about. And <laughs> we always talk about <laughs> for us, it's not it's not at all something we cover up because that's the whole essence of our podcast. But in this show. Uh, it was done so well because he was pushed into a corner and his wife, who was part of this practice, um, said she did not want him airing anything about, uh, you know, his dirty laundry or whatever, the shamefulness about BDSM. And he went ahead and he said, I want you to know who I am. It was quite moving. And I want to be uh, open with you about what this is. This is a part of me. And this is what I do. And he went into detail, like, you know, I get tied up and I get wax poured on me and... And it was like a press conference where and, and the people like were so impressed with him. He won the uh, whatever the office, which I think is assistant district. Because he was authentic and open. Yes. Look at that. Do you know, I, I have actually stopped being so I can't even remember BDSM being taboo at this point. I know. Now it's like almost like who doesn't do BDSM? Who doesn't do it? But even I me, about, Vanilla Cam yeah. is <laughs> it's like Vanilla, vanilla Ice. Vanilla Cam is, baby. I've been to fucking BDSM parties. Well, I've never been to BDSM parties, but I've used it in my sex life. Oh, wow. Not like candle burning. Well, I kind of. You burned candles? No, you know the massage. No, the massage candles. It's not that BDSM. That sounds like a very sensual evening. Excuse me. When you did it, you were screaming out That was BDSM. Dude does this. They take pouring fucking hot wax and whips it at my chest. It's a sensitive area on your chest. It's too. extremely se- actually. No, you. Everyone knows that my nipples are not. not they're not innervated. What? Not, this is like it, it, you could touch my nipples, and they're basically the same as touching my my stomach. It's, Who is everyone that knows this? Ever? I've talked about this on the podcast before. Never. If you have, you're gaslighting me again, but I don't remember this. Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, you know, some people you have don't very have sensitive, sensitive nipples. nipples. Mine are completely, ins- it's the one part of my body that's insensitive. Well, you make up for it and all the rest. Thank you. <laughs> I, now, I know if you could, I have a very sensitive neck. If you saw our studio right now, you would think this is outrageous. It looks, <laughs> it, I, I have a, a, like a rising desk thing now that I'm using, like a 90-year-old it's it's insane. It's it's not. I'm sure it's not for a 90 year old. What 90 year old is going to use a rising desk for anything? Okay, a very anxious 30 year old. That's true because you're worried about your neck and and you had another worry this weekend. Oh, it's just that I thought I had a brain tumor. Okay. I'm still unconvinced that <laughs> I'm still not convinced that it's gone away. But. So here's what happened, guys. Oh, Cam God. calls me up, and I I knew that he had had some issues with um, vomiting out the side of a car because of a migraine. Yeah. Migraines have gotten bad for me recently. Yeah, yeah. And I think that has to do with dehydration and lack of sleep and working lack way, of sleep. way too many hours in, in one day. 
And there's a lot of reasons, but you know, I'm a doctor. Not, I just play one on TV. Okay. Okay. But anyway, so Cam calls me up and he says, uh, I've been researching things and I, uh, I think I, I, and this is like at 11 o'clock at night and I think I had already gotten high or something and you call me up and yep. you, or maybe I had a glass of wine, something. I was, I was not, uh, in a, a very, um, serious state of mind when you no. called me up. You know, what's amazing when I call you up, it, it, you just somehow assume that, oh, I'm on the phone with you. So you just start talking. It, it, so you just, it's, it, I call you up, but somehow it, the call starts with what's going on in your life well, as opposed to the reason why I'm calling. I thought you were calling just to find out what was going on in my I'm life. I'm having a panic attack. I Here's had what no happened. idea. What... I'm reading Breath into Air, which is about like this, uh, this uh, a neurosurgeon who, who went to Stanford and he died at 35 from a fucking, from cancer. First five minutes, you learn this. First five minutes, I'm convinced that I have cancer. It, I know. First five minutes of the reading this fucking book that's supposed to be uplifting. <laughs> I'm convinced that I have a brain tumor the size of a, a fucking a, a crater in my brain. And then you call me up when I'm slightly stoned slash possibly inebriated with alcohol. I don't remember which was that. Was this like a Friday night too? Was it was something like weird. I don't remember when this was. Uh, it was a Thursday. I think I don't remember. Well, whatever the night was. I had no idea that you were serious when you called me up and said, I think I have a brain tumor. I thought you were joking around. That's not a joke. Okay. Well, apparently I thought it was a joke. I, it's still not a joke. I can't fucking see out of my goddamn my eyes. I got floaters in my right <laughs> eye. My neck feels like fucking jello for some reason. This is not, these are not this, good signs. Where does it say that you have a I'm, brain I'm having tumor. migraines that lead me to vomit. This, these are all signs of something is wrong. Well, it, it was quite a leap though from like I have a migraine to I think I have a brain tumor. An inoperable one yet, I think you said. Uh, I didn't say inoperable. Actually, most, my, I, I, I was surprised. Most tumors, just you just kind of let it go. You just let it sit there. I think I, I think, yeah, I think that is true that some people have little micro, micro, micro tumors. But anyway, well, anyway, the point I, is that it means that it's time for my yearly exam, which everyone is very excited <laughs> for, because as you know, I go from doctor to doctor because I have not found one general doctor who wants to see me for more than 10 minutes. Do you because, blame them? No, I don't. Because the, the two years ago, I had to argue about getting the fucking CBC and the lipid panel. And we started negotiating for which fucking blood <laughs> tests I could get. I, I what? Why? Why do we have to fight for lipids? <laughs> Maybe because it's unnecessary. It's not unnecessary. Who doesn't want to know their lipid panel? Why do you want to know that? You got to figure out what's going on in the body. <laughs> There's it's nothing. a temple. Your body's a temple. I agree. The body's a temple. temple. You got to figure out all the different constituents if they're doing well, if they're living healthily. This is what happened with the guy with the brain tumor in the, or with the lung, whatever oh, the fuck cancer. I had Cam, to stop reading the book. Cam, you... When he, you were, he fucking let... He said, he said, literally, he said his doctor was too cheap. He wanted to save money. So they said x-ray instead of MRI. Wrong. Bad decision. This guy's a fucking doctor. And he's like, okay, to save money, we're going to do the fucking x-ray instead of the MRI. Next thing you know, he's covered in tumors. <laughs> Did he live? No, he died. Oh, shit. This is what I'm saying. I would love an MRI. I might go in for my general. You need a whole body checkup. You need the whole Let's body MRI. Let's do the fucking MRI of the head, the neck, 
just do the all rest the way, of the just torso. Just all the way down to the toes. Yes, I would love that. Yeah, this it, should be this would be this should be regular practice. Yeah, and that's why our country is now never going to have a, a good medical system. All right, this is called sex talk with my mom. Can we get into something sex related? All right, let's do some sexy talk. Sexy talk. Guess what? I've started to use. Instagram. I'm bringing sexy back. I, yeah. I'm so, sometimes I'm surprised that this show has lasted for three and a half years. Because of my voice? No, because this is how you decide to lead a discussion. All right. Apparently, you want to talk serious. Let's go. All right. So I started using Instagram as a uh, dating app. Oh. You're doing a little sliding it? I've been sliding. Uh, there's this girl I started following uh, maybe two or three years ago. Lee of America? No, this is a different... This is a girl. Someone else you're stalking? This is a girl I actually met in person. And uh, I remember at the time meeting her and thinking, oh, this is a cute, fun person and who does not have any interest in me. <laughs> so I decided... Yo, you just, decided to stalk her? I, I don't know why I asked for the Instagram as opposed to the phone number. What are you writing down right now? I A good idea. <laughs> I don't want you to start taking notes. No, I'm not <laughs> I'm taking notes. No, I just I just thought of something. Go on. All right. Well, anyway, so I decided to to, to message her after two and a half years. Okay. So, cause, cause Wait, some, does she know you're stalking her? Well, she didn't at the time. Are she, you liking pictures and things no, like no, that? No, no, no. Just are, watching are you, stories. But she, you know, she's she probably got lots she, of followers. No, but she could tell that you're watching her story because it comes Who's from, looking through all of the hundreds of viewers? You do this. I do occasionally. Yeah, but you wouldn't know if someone's stalking you if you see the if same... If I see that same person all the time and they're always DMing me, I know someone's stalking me. D I was never DMing her. Oh, okay. So what about anyway, liking pictures, though? You like almost No, I don't like no. any of the pictures. Right. I'm just a silent voyeur over here. <laughs> but finally, I said, you know, enough is enough. I'm just asking her out. Good for you. So uh, she, she posted a music recommendation. Oh. I said, hey, I love these music recs. I ended up listening to this artist for the last 48 hours. Uh, please keep doing it. She said, we'll do. And then I was like, fuck, I just backed myself in a goddamn corner. We'll do is the final answer. So I said, no, 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 I'm coming back for more. I, I actually think this is great. That's a good intro, this right? This is advice that I would give to anybody. What? Which is what? It's like a salesman that you find something specific that you can relate to. Oh, you right. bring that up as opposed to flat out, oh, I think you're gorgeous or something like it that. It was true, though. I did start listening. To, I, I knew this artist, but then I, I really did start listening to Who him. Who is this nice artist? Stuff. Arthur Russell. Do you like him? No, but the way you said Arthur Russell, like you sounded a little Arthur Russell. Yeah, what, what's with Arthur? I don't know. It's, it's what type of Arthur music? Russell. <laughs> what type of I music? I like to listen to Arthur Russell. <laughs> you sound like a like a little nerd cake. What is it? Arthur Russell. I like to Arthur Russell. Oh God. Anyway, she says we'll do. I said I'm trying to remember where we met. Do you have any recollection, or are we strangers? I knew we weren't strangers. Are you taking a fucking picture of me during the podcast? It was no. A, it's so funny. What is so funny about the, the people are listening to this and you're taking pictures? You just look how, how present are you in this <laughs> fucking conversation that you're taking pictures? All right, I'm sorry. I'm going to take. Uh, what uh, was so funny about I'm, this picture? You just they're holding a phone. You got the mic. You got a pink hat on. It's it's actually a cute picture. All right. If you want to see it, look at our Instagram. That's right. All right. Anyway, read you, the, read it are, again because I got a little distracted. Oh. I'm tr I said, I'm trying to remember where we met. Do you have any recollection? Dot, dot, dot. Or are we strangers? I knew we weren't strangers, but I couldn't remember where we met. Is it true that you actually met her? Yeah, I did meet her. B 
because I remember following. I remember thinking, this is a cute girl who's not interested in me. Was I she, might as well follow her because I'm too scared to ask for the number. Is she a clown? No. I don't, I don't, I think I met her through like some mutual friends okay, it at wasn't. a party that she didn't want to be at. Oh. No. Great start. Great start to a relationship. <laughs> so two and a half years later, she goes, hmm, I feel like we met once. So she remembers. Oh, yeah. She remembers. This is a nerd, nebbish boy who likes Arthur what? Russell <laughs> and who she didn't want to go out with. Why? I think she what? actually had a boyfriend at the time. Yeah, that's probably more like it. I would never think that you're a nebbish boy. Ugh. Anyway, so I said, well, we definitely met. I said, we definitely met once years ago. I can't place where it was. In any case, I remember thinking you were cute and fun. Are you still? That was very, very adorable way adorable of putting it. Adorable way, yeah, right? Yeah. Are you still? Yeah. She says, I'm at least one of those things. Ha ha. I like that response. Too. And then I said, oh, thank God. Oh, fuck. I lost it. I said, oh, thank God. If you were definitely both. I'd be too intimidated to ask if you wanted to grab a drink. I like the way this is going. And then she says, exclamation point. I'd be open to it. I'm just in an insane couple of weeks right now of work, life things, bullshit, fun, but maybe sometime in the near future. Okay. Eh. Eh. She's open to it. Open to it, but, but just she's not got right a now. a lot of shit going on right now. Uh-uh. So at this point, what would you do? I'd say fuck off. You'd say fuck <laughs> off. This is someone I've been pining away for the past no, two and a half I, years. I wouldn't say fuck, fuck off. off. I'm just a little annoyed that you. She's really busy, but she can't find five minutes to find time for an interesting person. A drink. Five minutes. It's not five minutes. Who's getting a five minute drink? How busy can she be? That for, what does she do? She's a musician. Oh, so maybe she's traveling. I don't know. She says she's got bullshit going on. Who knows? All right, we're gonna give her the benefit of the doubt. I understand, you know, if someone reached out to me after two and a half years and I, I didn't, I, I had a lot of shit going on in. You in, would write that? that? Actually, I would write this. I would write this if I didn't want to see the person. <laughs> or if you were I'm not. Just, a- it's just dawning on me right now. I, this is a perfect <laughs> excuse. Although I would be more direct. I would not say I'd be open to it. She said I'd be open to it. Well. I wouldn't say I'd be open to it. I would not it. make the next move. I would wait for her to make a move. Uh, too late. You made another move? I said, okay, cool. Let me know if you if a night frees up for you. Otherwise, I'll hit you up in a couple weeks. All right. I like the confidence. Give her some you know, space, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Here's my question for you. Do you, would you have, would you have said like, all right, what what about Thursday? Me? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I could see you me? bulldogging your I would, way in I there. would have pushed the Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. And then but, no, but she I would actually, felt uncomfortable. She no, would not have wanted to get together. No, no, no. She gave you a clear message. She wasn't up for the next two weeks. So I would not have said Thursday. No. So you think I did well? I think you did really well. I don't know about the last line because I'm a little irritated with her being so fucking busy. She's busy, mother. We're all busy. I'm busy too. You know what? I could find five minutes for a goddamn drink. How about a cup of coffee? It's not five minutes. Who is getting the five minute drink? Forty. It's a minutes. whole night. She's got to look good. She's got to. I mean, maybe she doesn't. Who knows? Maybe she just rolls out of bed and goes to get a drink. I don't know. All right, we'll see. What's your bet? What? What what odds are that we actually go on a date? Zero. You think there's zero percent chance of us going on a date? (laughs) I don't think so. Wow. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe she is. All right. I'm going to be the optimist here. Is a fifty-fifty chance. You went from zero to fifty. Well, I'm thinking. If she legit is like 
a woman of integrity and she really doesn't have time, but she does kind of want to see you, she, she would probably say, okay, let's, let's plan something in two weeks. Here's the thing. She or has she no has maybe reason to want to see me. Of course she does because you're adorable. She doesn't know this. What do all our listeners you think? You should see my Instagram. That's not adorable. I look like a fucking circus freak. Well, why are you doing that if you're using this as your new dating app? Why are you looking like because a circus I, freak? And I by have, the way, you do look like a circus freak. Plus, my Instagram handle is single cam comedy, meaning that you're a comedian. Single. 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 You're, you're one person in a, in a, in a comedy with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Listeners. Please weigh in on this. What do you think's going on here? Because I keep thinking of the book, She's Just Not Into You. And Why would she say I'm open to it? Do you think that's an easy or way to Or maybe she's down? afraid that you are a stalker. Either way, it, are, are she you, wants oh, to do uh, some intel. 50 50 such a lame. Give me a, a specific right. percentage specific, likelihood of me going out with this girl 45%. 45% chance. So it's, it's close less to 50. Than it, less it, than likely. It depends on if you can put some decent looking pics up on that Instagram. You think you think she's gonna be scoping my Instagram for the next two weeks? I think she'll take a look, and if she she's sees, already taken a look. If she sees that one, that you, you don't think she's already taken a look? Someone slides in her DMs asking her for a drink. She, she said, "Oh, I I know this guy. We met one time before." You don't think she's taking a look? She's taking a look. Maybe she's in a relationship right now. She's not in a relationship. Otherwise, she would have said that. That's what gave me any hope. She could have easily said, "I'm in a relationship." You're right. She's not in a relationship. Or I'm not available. Hmm. Anyway, I'm, I'm, still I'm going giving it, it a 75% chance we're going out. Really? Yeah. All right, good. I like what she said about the, you know, the flirty back and forth. That was that's why she got the 45% from me. All right, I would she like wasn't to hear like our, totally like blowing you off. I would like to hear our listeners thoughts. I just keep thinking of the, the book. She's, she's just not it. I, I don't want you to keep thinking that book. No, I mean, they said that if someone's into you, they will climb mountains for you. She doesn't have any reason to be into me. Yeah, so that, what do I, should I point. say? No, no, what, no. What that's I, probably a book for someone who's already got someone that, you know, they know each other. Right. right. This, you can't really apply that book to this. Basically, what I'm going on right now is that she has to be in a place where she wants to be with someone or at least meet someone. And, and... She's she's dating and she hasn't really found anyone she's connected with. So she's kind of just putting it all out there. That's kind of the she has to be in that mindset if if we're going to end up going out. Well, yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily. Meaning if she's got too much shit going on, she's not going to want to go. If, it, if it's all inconvenient. What does that mean? How busy can you be? That you sometimes I'm a busy bee. So maybe I'm wondering also, maybe is it possible that she doesn't want a relationship right now? That's also possible. Or she's seeing someone or she doesn't even like men. These are all possibilities. And with you, sometimes they always end up going to the other team anyway. Yeah. Well, I pick them like that anyway. You you pick ones that are, are on the... On the fence. Uh, on the fence. Yeah. And then they uh, they go off the fence after they date you. That's exactly they, they right. They flip to the other side. Yeah. All right. Well, you never know, though, Cam. I could be reading this wrong. All right. Here's, uh, I would like that to know for from our listeners. Listeners, uh, do you have any advice on what, what the next move should be? Should I wait the two weeks? Also, what do you think the percent likelihood of me actually going out is? Yeah, I'd like to know the percent. You guys let us know at yes, text mom or put it on Instagram. I'm going to put the poll. No, on don't it. put it on Instagram. Oh, I can, oh don't definitely put it on don't put it on Instagram. Don't put it on Instagram, you guys. Don't do it. I'm no, sorry. They're not putting it on Instagram. No, you don't put it on Instagram. I'm not putting anything on Instagram. I just was going to tell That's you. That's exactly the dating app that we're using right now. Oh, okay. Forget that. Well, I, 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 all right. All right. Well, I was going to tell you some a, a DM that I got 
which I actually we, responded to. We should start listening. We should. Can we get to some of the? No, fucking- this is so important. Right, this is right. this is this is a good. This is. I actually think this is pretty cool. Okay. Because normally I never respond to any DMs because they're always like Randall's just, you know, being horny and all that kind of stuff. Randall's this, being this horny. Guy, this guy said, hey, Karen, what is something you really love? Why? Why did he send that to you? Just, just you know, sliding into a DM. He's sliding. He, sli- he slid. Okay. And I said, laughter. Normally so, I won't respond to anybody, but I, that was like a, to me that was like a, uh, a really in, in, uh, hmm, a, a engaging engaging question yeah, as yeah. opposed to what oh, is something you, you really I love your tits yeah and then he <laughs> said it's the greatest medicine that's for sure a little smiley face perfect not perfect then it's it the conversation came to a screaming halt just now that's where it's going to come anyway because i'm not dating him i'm go- not going out with some rando on the so you, <laughs> on you think if you were single you'd be like oh what's going on here uh, Are you laughing because I am some rando on Instagram who's asking this girl out? Yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I don't think I would ever. I, I'm pretty private when it comes to dating people on Instagram. When it comes to, have you ever done it? No. Okay, I, so what do you mean pretty private? First, <laughs> I don't even think Instagram was around when you first started dating dudes. <laughs> I don't think I, I'm. I don't know if cell phones were around. <laughs> well, anyway, let's move on. Okay, I would like to read some uh, listener. Uh, responses these days. Okay, let's do this. Okay, so we were t- we had one episode that was all about uh, virginity and what it was like the first time having sex, and we asked people to describe it in three words. We got some straggling uh, responses, but they were awesome. No, we got great responses, but you're saying that we're still we getting already, more we, responses. Yeah, we talked we, about a lot of yes, them. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I'm going to read it to you. This is uh, from Lindsay. My oh no, this is not from Lindsay. This is someone else. Okay. My first time in three words would be married, wrong, person, all in caps. And being that I saved myself from marriage and lost my virginity at 25, it was quite a disappointment. But I definitely made up for it for sure. <laughs> uh, but mom, did, did uh, this is a big question actually that I have. I was not a virgin when I got married. This was not my question. What? I was talking to someone recently who's around 25, 26 uh she was un- she's she's been with this guy for a while she's she said the whole relationship is kind of unsure of whether she wants to spend the rest of her life with him no reason to break up but she said the uncertainty just drove her insane and, and basically led her to break up and now she's wondering if she made the right or wrong decision what do you think about this what do i think yeah i 100 percent understand where she's coming from you're in a perpetual I take state rela- of un- uncertainty my, my relationship is always on a if it works for me today i'll keep going with it yeah but what about when you're 25 or 26 that's a different you don't story. have a lot of experience no you know what there's so many that's such a high rate of divorce and so many people i talked to that knew when they got married that this was not the right person i don't know i don't even know if i believe in the institution of marriage anymore it's yeah because yeah. it's so like what about with binding. kids with kids and all the kids have anything to do with it. This what do you? Kids don't have anything to do with it. You're gonna have kids with someone. You don't think the the marriage is the marriage certificate? That is the reason you? I've heard over the years of why people get married because yeah. you because of the kids. But what does that mean? What like for example, basically me and me and your you dad. To, yeah. If we were not married, would that change anything about how you feel about uh, us being your parents? I don't know. It would be more about the fact that you think you would have just separated because it was easier at certain times. That's a wrong reason to, to stick with anybody anyway. You don't stick with someone just because, well, it's going to be a legal entanglement if we have to get divorced. Oh, interesting. It's all about legalities. No, I'm really not it. getting married, mother. No, no, I'm not saying not I'm to not get married. I'm not getting married. 
Okay. How did this become about you all of a sudden? I'm just saying this is based on you based on you. There's no reason to get married. I did not say that. I just saying I don't know how I feel about the institution of marriage. I did when I was twenty three. I thought I have don't you just do this. This is all yeah. you, you this is all you aspire to be as a wife. Now I have a different philosophy. But you're right, maybe because I'm in a different age bracket, not wanting to have any more kids, et cetera, et cetera. I, I often hear the reason people get married is like, oh, you know, just having the ceremony in front of all your friends, making a public dec- declaration, th- it forces you to go back to, oh, remember we did we made that commitment to one another? That's that's why we should I, stay I, together. I could see that. But also, why do you have to have that be a legal entanglement? Why can't it just be an expression of your love in front of your friends for each other? So you just have a big party saying, a, a, a love, yeah, we love just, between the two of us yeah, party. Yeah. It's not bad. I don't, I don't know. I don't with, with all that we've been doing on this podcast and learning about all the different polyamorous relationships oh, yeah. and and alternative lifestyles and and where sex fits into marriage in, in general i don't know if i think of marriage the same way i used to yeah so again those this is something i would love to hear from our listeners about it, the construct of marriage and if it helps or hinders a relationship or but that's an interesting question all right let's move on to more okay so in the, in this particular person, by the way, um, I, I made a mistake. She didn't say by, but I definitely made up for it sh- for sure. She said, but I definitely made up for it since. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so here's another one from our patron, Lindsay. Um, she was LOLing at our quote unquote dark episode. This I, is the episode where we talked about how we were in Chicago taking care of our uh, elderly grandparents who are not doing too well. And uh, how they can get a little bit cheap now and then for no reason basic maybe because they were born in the days of the depression anyway she said i lost my grandfather on the 19th it's always complicated during the last days for better or worse anyway the encouraging thought is that after the hard part humor can take this place of sadness you're both in my thoughts which is really a beautiful way of putting that mm-hmm. and then she said p.s my papa wouldn't tip over five dollars even if the bill was a hundred dollars lol <laughs> so there must be something in that generation that I is think like there's totally something in that not generation. into tipping at all yeah and here's one from another patron named aaron Sometimes it's easy to forget how loud your car stereo is until you're sitting at a stoplight, windows down, and the person next to you is giving you a look because they can obviously hear Ginny's pegging story. Safe to say that person won't be getting pegged anytime soon. Oh, my God. How hilarious. So That's episode 196, The Power of Pegging with Ginny Hogan. Love Ginny Hogan. Hilarious comedian came on and talked about her, her experience pegging. Yeah, you guys don't miss that one because it's hilarious. I mean, we have had some incredible interviews lately. I love seeing where you guys are listening to this podcast, by the way. And if if you, uh, some of you have already started doing this and we love it. Take a video of wherever you're listening to the podcast. So whether that's in in a car, hopefully not when you're driving, but uh, meaning don't take a video while you're driving. But if it's on the train, if it's doing laundry, if it's in public and private, and and then tag us at Sex Talk with My Mom in, in your story. You can do a video or a picture. You don't have to just tag do us it. in your story, and then we'll repost it because it's really fun to see where you guys are at. Yeah, especially that one. I can just imagine. Can you yeah. imagine him? Yeah, someone. I think I talked to your sister, and she's like, "Yeah, sometimes I don't listen in in anywhere that might be remotely public." Yeah. Uh, we got a question saying, how old should you be when you first have sex? Mom, what do you think? Uh, 
if, if you have to ask, you shouldn't be having sex. We had an interview a while ago with my friend David. Do you remember this? Sure. And he said he was teaching. He was pe- teaching about sex, human sexuality with the Peace Corps. And his heuristic was, or guideline was, head, heart, part. When, head, when heart, all three of those align to Love say you that. should have sex. When your head, you, your you think heart. it's a good idea. Your heart is saying it's a good idea. And your part, meaning your, your, your genitalia. Your vagina or pee-pee. Or whatever you got, you know? I think that's a very good answer they to all gotta this be, question. So it's some, for me, it was late. You know, my head was saying no, well, no, no for quite a while. What was? It? But think about it. What does late mean? I mean, the other day we interviewed um, a, a gigolo. A, a male escort. A male companion escort named Anthony Asante. That's going to be coming out soon. He thought it was late that he lost his virginity. He said it was late that he was 18. I'm like, my God, 18 is late? Well, how early did you want to lose it? At 12? I mean, what is he talking about? Yeah, I mean, everyone, it's all relative, you know? If all your friends are losing it at 13, when you're 18, it feels very, very yeah. late. Yeah, but if I had friends that, that uh, lost it in their 20s. and I lost it at 20. Yeah. Lost I, it. And then we started thinking about how recently, the first time is never great. It usually. wasn't my... I, I know for you. <laughs> everyone knows for you it was great. But for most people, it wasn't great. It wasn't really sex. They're like, was that it? Was that, you know, what did it even go in a hole did it, or yeah. whatever? You know, 99% are going to tell you a story like that. So the better question is, when did you have good sex? Good sex of the first, like real good sex of the first time. Yeah. That, for me, it didn't come from many. Uh, it came probably the following Have you had good year. sex? Yes, I have, mother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm glad to Thank hear you. that. All right. Have you had good sex? Apparently, yes. Okay. Uh, hey, here's another one. Hey, guys. First off, love the show. Just finished listening to the, your latest episode about pegging, which is what we just talked about. And I figured I'd throw this out or perhaps in. <laughs> Everyone's doing a little funny there. There. For those listeners still interested in trying pegging and avoiding what sounded like a relatively boring experience for Ginny, there are strap-ons out there that aren't just vibrating, but also double-ended. Oh, wow. Usually marketed to lesbians. I don't see why that couldn't go always. Whoa. Good suggestion about the double-ended. Wow. Just a thought. Anyways, keep up the awesome work. Started binging to the podcast as soon as I heard you guys on the How Come podcast. And it's been great. Thank you very much, T. That's awesome. Thank you for for listening and sending in that feedback. A double that I, that sounds like the answer. A double ended vibrator. Yeah. Or or or, or, or dildo. dildo. Yeah. You strap that in. Peg the, the person. It's still not going to hit the clit unless you're in a certain position. Well, you just masturbate at the same time. You get a lot of shit going on. There's here. a lot of multitasking. You, having, you got the strap. You got <laughs> you, the dildo. You, you know, got you the fucking be, a vibrator that you're holding in your hand. You're you trying gotta, to position it so that it goes <laughs> in the vagina. There's a lot you, going on here. You got to be a, a, kind of like an octopus or something. Yeah. It's it's, it's a difficult one. So, yeah. all right, we get it. It's it's going to be a tough one. Speaking of which, um, we talked to couple, about the couple interviews of last week. Last week, we had four interviews that were back Incredible back week. And Probably it, one of my favorite weeks of podcasting we've done. Yeah, because that is what we truly love doing the most. Obviously, it's the podcast, but um, we're doing the podcast. 
did, well, besides our morning after shows was our, Are you so saying, much fun. But I, I mean, the rest of the podcast, when well, it no, looks the, like logistics, like setting up yeah. interviews, you know, editing, pu- publishing, all the shit that I do is weird. Yeah, basically <laughs> everything that you do besides the creative part. No, but we do love meeting new people that are interesting and funny and intelligent. And we had such an incredible week starting with Jenny. And then the next day we had... Uh, the Alyssa two, Limparis t- yeah, and Crazy and Bad podcast. Oh my God, they were so funny. Damn, these girls are so hilarious. And then the following day, we had uh, Brian E. Cole, who is the Future of Sex podcast host, who is an expert in sex tech. Very yeah. fun coming up. Yeah, I and think you had a little, little crush on her. A little crush? Are you kidding? Did I you hope sli- she moves here. Did you slide into her DMs? No, no, no. No, maybe in two years. <laughs> <laughs> Every couple of years, you slide it to someone from two years ago. Yeah. It's a good intro. Yeah. And then lastly, we talked about the uh, American Gigolo. The American Gigolo. <laughs> well, that's actually a movie I saw back in 1980. I had to research it after I, met, I talked to this guy because it was such a it was such a cool movie uh, with Richard Gere. I just remember that. Have it, you it, always been obsessed with sex? Apparently, since 1980, I was into that movie. Yeah. I mean, I think I was always, uh, ever since I became... Aware that there was a sexual part of my body. I don't know if I ever knew growing up that you were obs- as obsessed with sex. I'm not obsessed with sex. Obsessed. I am not obsessed. You talk about it twice a week with your son. Well, you're, you're that doesn't, are you obsessed with sex? No. Then why am I? I actually, I might, I, I'm more interested in the psychology behind it. Okay. But you still are speaking of it. Yeah. Okay. So speaking, <laughs> speaking, speaking of these questions, uh, Ginny, who yeah. also writes for what, what Elite is Daily. The she's Elite the, Daily, she's one of their sexuality and relationship writers, and she wanted to get our input on some of these questions mm-hmm. that she posed, and we're going to be posing them um, throughout the week on Instagram, but uh, to get you your input. But we, I thought we'd run down some of these questions. We have to give this response in like forty eight hours. What are we going to have to do all this? Well, that's why we need these the help from our listeners. All right, for, so within the next forty eight hours, yeah, of if you're hearing just this. listening to this. Let us know your thoughts at yes text mom. But I'm going to ask you real quickly, Kim, your tips to having more sex when one partner wants to have more sex than the other. For me, it's how do you have any sex? This is a good question. <laughs> All right. No, good, good I, honestly, from, from you know, if my you're experience in a being in a relationship, although my, even when I was in a relationship, I, it, our, we had very similar uh, sex drives, which was just like all the time. This because, is young. Yeah. This if you, is a if, young relationship. It, especially if it's a new relationship. New, doesn't, young doesn't relationship. doesn't even have to be young because I remember I meant when, I meant new is yeah, what I'm saying. Because yeah. I'm thinking about when um, your, your Zadie, your, your grandfather, your yeah. dad's father, after he lost his wife, found a new partner and they were well into their late 60s and they were talking about how great a sex they had. <laughs> I don't, all right. You didn't want to know about that? yeah your grandfather having sex i could imagine him being a little casanova though yeah anyway well anyway so So, so, okay so you're saying this is the question we get the most you know when the relationship when someone in the relationship wants sex more than the other person and so you have to figure i think there's not like a catch-all situation i think you have to figure out what is preventing what is driving the person to want more sex and one is preventing the person from not wanting as much sex and then somehow figuring out how to even those balances. Yeah. So if, you know, if someone is, is not wanting sex because they're stressed out of their fucking mind from work yeah. or, or raising kids or whatever the fuck it is, 
you got to figure out a way to to relieve this person of stress. And maybe that's a foot massage. Maybe that maybe that's going on a vacation. Maybe this, look at this. I'm pretty good at this now. I was just about to say you were answering the way I would answer it. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know about the foot massage. I was going for a full, the, full body massage. All right. But uh, yeah, I think it, it, it foot depends. Foot massage. Actually, we talked about why foot massage with the pleasure mechanics. And what did they say? They said because it's it doesn't the pressure is not as much on with foot massage. You can start it seems uh. like pretty distant and like innocuous, and then it can kind of warm up because it, sometimes the pressure can be, you know. It's just I think it doesn't even necessarily have to be called sex. Just I think what people are most wanting is intimacy. Yes, this is it. This is what we talk about in our upcoming interview with Bryani Cole uh, about. You know what the future is, of sex? Yeah, in in sex tech, you know how they're gonna how are they gonna recreate the one essential ingredient, perhaps the most essential ingredient, which is desire and intimacy for each other, right? Because because you can a computer can t- can can fuck you, yeah. but it's not gonna tell you that it even it's not gonna tell you with heart that it wants to fuck you. Oh, or I'm just talking about just. It, people put too much emphasis on the actual act of intercourse. I mean, yeah, you could yeah, do yeah. a lot of other stuff besides actual having. I mean, some. I think sometimes men don't want to have sex because it like takes a lot to get hard. Sometimes, not, <laughs> not in your case, but sometimes other men can, especially if they have like if they're on SSRIs and things like that. So it's a big ordeal to have sex. So they prefer like, oh, I forget about it tonight. Yeah, I'll do it yeah. the next night. Women, same same thing. They can have they can come up with ten thousand excuses why not to have sex because it requires you getting you know maybe you don't want to take a shower afterwards or what, there can be a million different reasons that you don't want to have sex. You don't have time. You're gonna ruin your hair, your makeup, whatever it is. Right. So the key just being is, intimate. Yeah. The key is just to be fully present and embodied in the body with the partner. You both are there in the body with each other. It just feels really good to get intimate with someone. What are you saying? Something different than I'm saying right yes. now? What? Because that is a, again like negating fantasies and stuff like that. Oh, see, this is where we differ. Uh huh. So you're saying it would be fine if you're fantasizing about something, and and he's fantasizing about something. And you might be fantasizing about the same thing. Who know? Who the hell knows? But whatever it is, as long as you're connecting with each other. How is that connecting if you're fantasizing about someone because else? Because it doesn't have to be that you're still your body is still physically attached to the other person, and it feels good. So it doesn't really matter how you're getting. Uh, you can enhance it with vibrators or porn or or sexy talk or erotica or just your own in, going inward. It just doesn't uh, matter. There's no right or wrong way to I have sex. I think still, even in that situation where you're using fantasy, you're st- they are still the vessel. They're still the you're so still what? connecting through them, which I think is fine. Yeah, but you're st- I, I, it still means being embodied with the other person. I don't think we're talking about different things. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. So anyway, um, I think that that's one thing is to overcome this need to quantify how many times a week or how many times a day you have sex in terms of, you know, like why, who cares? Yeah. What difference does it make? And sometimes you might, like if you're on a vacation, you might have sex twice a day for, for seven days straight. Then you might go a month without having sex because you're already wiped out from the, the two-week vacation True. you had. Yeah. Or sometimes sex can just be a good back massage and cuddling all night. Yeah. You know, it doesn't always have to result in someone's having an orgasm. Look at you progressive. Or maybe some, it also could be like, just go down on your girlfriend and just give her a head or vice versa. <laughs> Who gives a shit? And it doesn't need to be necessarily even. 
That's right. Sometimes it's it, going to so be So long uneven. as you both trust, you, you want? Can I get a little Cam's you, Buddhist corner? You're going on this one? real deep now. Uh, so going deep. I think I might have already talked about this on the show. Anyway, but it would have been years ago. You probably don't remember. So, my friend was in Africa, and he was staying in a in like a little tribe, doing like you know I don't know what the fuck he was doing. Probably like a Peace Corps type thing. Okay, and he. When he got to the tribe, they they had this chicken sacrificed for him, and they like they, a live chicken. Yeah, they cooked the chicken for him, oh, and that's okay. a delicacy in the, the with this tribe. Okay, okay. So when he left after like a month or two of staying with them, he was like, "I want to return the favor. I'm going to go to town and buy a chicken and bring it back for the tribe." So he does this, and they are upset with him. They say, "What are you doing?" And he said, what do you mean? You gave me a chicken when I arrived here. I wanted to give you return the favor and give you a chicken when I'm leaving. And they said, no, 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 no. We do not do this in our culture. You you either give us a gift of greater value or lesser value. But in any case, it's not the same value. It can't be the same gift. Because if you give the same gift, you're implying that we've even the playing field and we have no need to return to each other in the future. Oh, my God. I got shivers. And And continue giving gifts to each other. What a beautiful thing. Isn't that unbelievable? So in this situation, while I know there are a lot of fuckboys out there who just receive blowjobs and don't return, I I think in this situation, if you're in a relationship and you trust one another, it's not bad if even if it's a little lopsided in this situation because you remember this in the future and you can it kind of yeah. adds more diversity to Yeah. to the situation. You know, and sometimes sex could be like very intense. Like it could be like a 2-hour you know, foreplay going into, you know, role playing can go into this and that and you can have a phenomenal time. And then the next time could be like, oh, let's just do a little quickie. doesn't really matter. I like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, but, you know, uh, the questions are all that she's asking, like the next question was about having sex um, less later. And we got to start wrapping it up, by the way, Mood. Did you just say that on, on the thing? Yeah. <laughs> what? All right. So the question about what to do about having sex less in, as you, as, uh, in an older relationship. Uh, can you ex- read it exactly? Because I'm going to butcher the hell out of that question. All right. Why, why do you put me on the spot like this? Uh, is it a bad thing to have less sex later on in a relationship? Right. Yeah. Well, what's I, your question? I think that's a very similar question to the first sex. Uh, <laughs> the first question. First answer. Is it bad is it a bad thing to have sex later on less sex later on in a relationship? Right. Because a lot of people complain, you know, as they go as they get older and they get more comfortable with each other, that eroticism is not there. And I say it's qua quality versus quantity. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's what I think. Someone asked me that. It's one of my really good friends. She's like, is it okay that I only have sex every other week with my husband? And I'm like, is it good? And she's like, yeah. And I go, it's okay with me. <laughs> Just as long as it's good it, sex. It yeah. doesn't matter if it works for both of you guys. It has That's to work for both. If it doesn't work for, then go see a therapist or find out if maybe there's a physio- physiological thing going on. Like, you, you know, you're getting older, you're getting low testosterone. Maybe some of that could be, you know, amplified or whatever. What are those flowers that bloom once a year? Cherry blossoms? Oh, okay. Cherry. Orchids? There, I don't know. There are some flowers that bloom just one night a year. Are they any less valuable? And, and when they when they bloom, they're just these amazingly but, beautiful, beautifully smelling things. No, I, I'm not talking about orchids. Just, Cherry blossoms. All right, that's enough of this. But what I'm trying to say is if you're having sex 
one night, even one night a year, and it works for everyone involved in the relationship, and it blooms into this beautiful experience. Well, you know, I don't have a problem with it. And you know what else is great? When you do have this sex, whatever it is, you always feel closer to the person the next day, and you always, I always feel like, why don't we do this more often? Oh, interesting. You know, the more you do it, the more you feel good about it. And yeah. The next time you're going to do it. What's a good way to communicate with your partner about your sexual needs? Using your mouth. <laughs> what the fuck? What do you mean, good way of communicating? Well, that's one of the questions. I I think it's just important to communicate. And, and do you think smoke you need signals? To, I don't know. Do you need to uh, smoke signals? Do you think you need to like couch it in like a joke or like? No, I don't. I don't think you should ne- necessarily have a, any kind of intense discussion while you're having sex. I think it's better off to do it at, outside of the bedroom, so it's more like uh, a discussion topic as opposed to someone getting their feelings hurt in one one way or the other. That you know, it's it's better to just have an intellectual discussion from the the frontal cortex as opposed to the emotional co- part of the brain. I like that. That's mm. good advice. Yeah, thank you. You're full of good advice these days, Mood. I think it's that extra half a cup of coffee you brought me. Yeah, in the microgreens. In the microgreens. It's, Can resolving working. other issues in a re- in the relationship help your sex life? When I heard that question, I thought, what a fucking stupid-ass question it was. <laughs> what, what, what can resolving issues in a relationship help? No, that's going to hinder you. The more you get along, the worse your, your sex is going to be. I guess if you're having, like, anger sex. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. If, you, if, if the only sex you're having is anger sex, I guess resolving your issues is going to hurt your sex life. <laughs> but other than that, of course you're going to have better sex if you can resolve issues in your relationship. That's, my, that's, that's a, a ridiculous question. Here's why. Just to take a step further. I think it's because if you're able to get emotionally intimate with someone, which is not that easy. Sometimes if you're having personal problems with them, you don't want to give them the trust or the openness or the kindheartedness you that you would otherwise. You want to stay the fuck away from them, you basically. Wanna, yeah, but you still might be horny. So you're going to have this weird kind of like yeah. you know stilted sex. But if you really can meet the person and say, wow, I really care for this person wholeheartedly, you're going to have a completely different sexual encounter. Which is why actually this is why I don't care too much for casual sex because it's very hard for me to just go with a completely open and trusting heart. Sure. Makes sense. You don't even know the person. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we have to wrap it up, Mother. I thought this was a good episode. This was a great episode. We had one, we had one last comment. We 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 posed to our listeners, uh, where was the riskiest place you've had sex? This person said, my first serious girlfriend was really into outdoors sex. One place was in some tall grass under an apple tree. It was maybe 20 feet from a trail. She would ride me until we heard people walking or talking. Then she would lay down on top of me to conceal herself until the people passed, full naked and everything. That's pretty good. That's real good. That's that's a I like that. She, she, is he that person's kind of into Nick the, over the here. whole voyeurism thing. I like this. They're, she liked the idea of, of possibly getting caught. Yes, and then hiding in tall grass. Pretty good. Pretty good. What, Let, what was the end of that? That was it. Full naked and everything. Oh. Oh, you wanted this last? Oh you, yeah. Are you kidding me? I was waiting for this one. Ah, uh, Karen Lee and elevator. That's a good story. Yeah, see, there you go. You just, just selected wanted, for the I, your own I, fucking uh, acclaim. I was waiting for that one. That yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, and I got plenty more stories where that came from, buddy. All right, so we want to hear where you, the riskiest place you've had sex. Also, the percentage likelihood of me going out with this girl. <laughs> uh, hit us up at Yes Text Mom. Thank you for everyone who's, oh, who's we, weighed in. Do we have an iTunes review? Oh, yes. We love when you support us on iTunes. It's one of the, our favorite ways to get in touch with us, and it really helps our search engine optimization, gets more people to listen and come on the show. 
So this one is from Tams29. Subject, I love informational humor. Five stars. These two have a great way of taking a seriously under-discussed topic and making it both comfortable and amusing. Totally binge-worthy and really fun to listen to with headphones in public because people will constantly be trying to figure out what's going on with your face. Also, Cam is completely adorable. Oh, thank you, Tams. Oh, I like that review. That's that's a good review. That's you, a are, you are completely adorable. Oh, thank you, Mother. All uh, right. Wait. And, and, and I would like to know where you're listening in in public because it's yeah. a, so so uh take that video and, and uh right now yeah. and tag us on Instagram at sex talk with my mom. And thank you again for joining us on Patreon. Patreon is a way that you could support us both financially and get extra bonus episodes of content. We've got some awesome bonus content coming your way, especially this upcoming month. And we just got some new patrons too. It's patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. Thank you all so much. Current and new patrons. All righty. Thank you guys for listening. And we love you me, all. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having sex on the grassy trees. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is not the, grassy, the grassy trees. What's a grassy tree? Well, not only that. Birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. You're rhyming trees with trees. I'm so that's another <laughs> shit negative. Okay. <laughs> bye minus bye. another no, minus one, bringing you to a total of minus three hundred points. Talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. <laughs>